0: variety uh, uh but my first job right after college my internship after I graduated um oh excuse me so sorry oh
1: my god we've been doing almost 100 episodes of this <laughs> so embarrassing <No. laughs>
0: um well and, and actually that comes to play in this episode so uh but, oh, right, right, right. um my first job right after college they had the, just those little push pumps of coffee that you like see at like you know like I don't know airport lounges and stuff but um I don't know why that was the example I gave I know yeah <laughs> but um but they well, had like Wawa things.
1: has a bunch of them. If any of you have yes. East Coast listeners, yes, yeah,
0: exactly. Um, there were uh like 25 of those little cr- cartons of creamer, 25 different flavors or something. It was just, I mean, it was for a 21 year old who was just starting to drink drip coffee. I was like, oh my right, gosh, yeah, and so that's how I started drinking coffee every morning was I would get there so early because it was down in downtown Dallas and I would just make myself I'd be like, what shall today's creation be? And now I, I shudder just thinking about it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I I mean I still every once in a while I think we've probably I've probably mentioned this like I'll try coffee. Um when we were in Italy I had cappuccino, a little cappuccino every morning mm-hmm. and it was delightful and it didn't throw me off probably cuz I was running around like crazy all day so it probably actually like if you do what I do normally which is just sit at a computer I'm sure drinking coffee is just like oh, like that I don't know that gets me really irritated but if I'm like up oh, moving I probably don't notice it as much. I was also off with the time thing, Mm -hmm. but like, just in high school, like, I I feel like there's that time where everyone's like, oh, I drink coffee, and it's like kind of the cool thing because you're doing it like an adult thing that's not like beer or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then like we'd all hang out at Starbucks, and I would always get like the most like tricked up frappuccino of all time, and just at the end be like, no, no whipped cream because I didn't want to look like girly. And now now I just don't want whipped cream on it because I just like it how it is, but.
0: I used to get something called like a vanilla bean. It was basically a vanilla milkshake at Starbucks. Mm -hmm. No, no, no caffeine, no coffee in it whatsoever. It was, God, it was so good. Now I think back, I'm like, oh, how often did you drink those? But yeah, I remember if someone was like, well, I was studying at Starbucks the other night. And you were just like, oh, like that, that, like that's where college kids study. (laughs) That's where adults (laughs) study. You bought coffee and drank it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> we, we went, uh, cause I worked at CC's in high school. Oh,
0: we know, we know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> one year, one year we were having, well, I go, why don't we all just, I get off of work at this time and we'll just all get at CC's buffet and like we just studied all day and like ate whenever we were hungry and just got soda and it was perfect and we were like oh let's do this but now I'm sure not having a teenager's metabolism <gasps> that would be a, a huge issue.
0: <laughs> well, also I feel like CC's probably now has a time limit or something. If they're like okay, it's been four hours, you, I, you
1: need to well, go. Well, they knew us. Like that oh, was part okay. of it. Is is it was I worked there and then everybody else we were just studying. And We weren't like teenagers causing a scene. Mm-hmm. I think he was like, if it gets really super busy, I might have to ask you guys to leave. And it never yeah. got so busy he did that. So
0: I speaking of CC's, I don't remember where I was. I want to say maybe so. My mom and I had dinner with Uncle Gary and at my, CC's. In my aunt, no, uh, at White Rock Ale House, which you know highly mm. highly recommend. Um, and. So I used to go to school in East Dallas and everything, so we used to know that area really well. I feel like it was when we were on our way there that my mom and I passed a CC's in a fairly new-looking shopping center and everything. And I was like, I don't know the last time I saw a CC's that was, like, in business.
1: Oh, I see. I mean, I've been running up between – there's some in, in like, Round Rock and around here. Oh, okay, yes.
0: The Burbs.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I've been running between that and Plano, so Mm -hmm. I've seen a few. But
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. The one that was close to us um, when I was growing up uh, is – it, oh gosh, it closed probably when I was in high school. So, and then I just didn't see Cece's for a while. So anyway, um, what was
1: your go-to pizza when you get there? You know, at, you know at Cece's oh, you can ask them to put something on the buffet. I don't know if people know that's a little trick. And oh, you know, I there. didn't
0: know that. I loved the Alfredo pizza. That was just the white yep. pizza. That was that was so. And then I, and at the time I was not a very adventurous pizza eater. So I was, I was that and like pepperoni, and those were. But like the Alfredo pizza, that was the first time like I saw that pizza could be more than just red sauce, cheese, pepperoni, and vegetables. Where I was like,
1: Whoa. "Yes!" <laughs> they used to have one. I don't know that they do it anymore. And I've probably been to CC's more recent than anyone who listens to this podcast. But they used when, to have wait, one. Sorry, where
0: it was, When would you say the last time you went to a CC's
1: was? I'm going to plead the fifth. So um, Was it in the I, past uh, month? <laughs> <laughs> so there's a pizza oh, that's like. <laughs> It's it's like a, a hot sauce, like Ooh. a spicy sauce. It's supposed to be like kind of uh, a taco sauce flavor. Oh,
0: not like arrabbiata.
1: Oh, <laughs> I don't know that word. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's like it's like spi- it's like spicy pasta. It's like tomato sauce that's spicy. Oh, okay, spicy. okay. Like, like penne arrabbiata is like oh, spicy tomato okay. sauce on. Um, this is uh, the fine in the finer things club, which Ryan is. Not I know. A part I'm, of. I'm <laughs> excited
1: <laughs> to try that next time I go to an Italian place. Um, but it's like, it's like a taco sauce. And then it's just, they put, they put the, the, the dough and then the taco sauce and then ground beef. And then they put that through the, 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 um, Thing And then at the end, they put shredded lettuce and shredded cheddar cheese, and it's a taco pizza. And I used to love the taco pizza so much.
0: I can visualize this. This sounds familiar, Mm -hmm. so I think this was a part of my CC's lore. Um, Did you... (laughs) The lore! Did you, growing up, and this may have just been a small private school thing, because it was very manageable. My tiny class of, like, 15 people for eight years, we would have pizza day, where um, we would all split pizzas, like, me and my best friend would split a pizza, and it would be, like, $3 Six, $3 a student and um, a mom, you would place your orders and everything. And then, like, a mom would go, like, my mom often did it, would go to the CC's, buy, like, closest to our school and get the, like, eight pizzas. Cause again, a small class. And then just bring them to the school and we'd have pizza for lunch. N-
1: no, we didn't do that because we didn't. We had a much bigger I'm class. We also person. had our pizza day was the square lunch pizzas that they make on a tray and then they cut and they're like triangles, uh, not triangles, uh, rectangles.
0: So this was like, you got pizza. It happened like once a month and we used to have McDonald's Day too where like a mom would take all of the orders for McDonald's. And it, it was a very small menu that you could order from. It wasn't like the entire McDonald's menu and McDonald's so often made mistakes and left things out that at our school was like, we're no longer doing McDonald's Day. Re-
1: remember when McDonald's was like,
0: yeah, McDonald's. Oh my gosh, yes. Like I remember if you're like, the coolest thing was, like, if one of your parents showed up to have lunch with you and brought McDonald's, it was, like, you had cachet for the rest of the week.
1: <laughs> we we went on a road trip uh, a while ago. I think you – I mean, I think you knew about this, but I don't know if you remember because why would you store this information? Um, but, like, me and my sister and, and Tara went up to Kansas um, to visit my uh, grandfather and um, – like, we, it, you know, you, the I don't know how often you've driven through Oklahoma, but the fast food well,
0: apparently it's been longer <laughs> since you've been to a CC's, so yes, yeah,
1: longer than that. <laughs> um, so again, I will not reveal that information on or off air. So, <laughs> uh, was it last we, night? Was it last night? <laughs> It was, it was, uh, listen again, I've been going up to Plano and I just, I had, I, I was like, I before all this Delta variant stuff went up again, I was like, you know what. I'm by myself. I'm driving by myself. I'm gonna pull in. I'm gonna have one. So it's been within the last month.
0: I'm sorry. I like that. You, so like, you were like the. You know what? I finally feel comfortable dining inside, and I'm gonna pick C's. Well, because
1: I can also go in. Because okay, I want to say like the the line between comfort food and depression eating is very thin with me. <laughs> And so, like, there's been a lot of, like, very stressful stuff going on with my family, here at home, um, stuff like that. So, I'm on the way, and it was like, I can go in, I can get as much food as I want, I can go over in a corner, and no one bothers me. Like, if you go off hours, I'm not going, like, 12 o'clock when, like, eight soccer teams are there. Like, it was, like, on the way up, it was, like, two. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to treat myself. By treat myself, I mean destroy my temple body. (laughs) (laughs) Just Pour trash into the temple uh, that is my body and have myself some of this delicious Alfredo pizza, which is seems to be the only thing they maintain on the menu for Mike. And now they have like Mac and cheese pizza and what? this weird, like, yeah, they have Mac and cheese. They have this weird, like, it's like, I think it's ranch. It, it's like a ranch dressing is the sauce with like, um, Canadian bacon on it because I thought it was, it was Alfredo with Canadian bacon, uh, surprisingly okay, but still like, it feels like it's like, there's no, not that there was a huge sense of authenticity ever at Cz's Pizza, but there was definitely like, this feels like, what garbage do you people want to put in your bodies? We're going to put it on pizza now.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't begrudge you. Uh, I think it, you do have to find a certain restaurant to eat alone at. I, um,
1: yes. It was funny because I was, like, off in a corner by myself. Like, I, you know, brought in wipes weeping, and I wiped weeping stuff silently. down. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> um, no. Using uh, crust no, to dry your tears. I was literally reading a book. I brought like, and I was yeah. just like, do, 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 just having an okay time and take a little break. And uh, the other thing is I've got an okay salad bar. So, anyway, um, I love a salad bar. But, anyway, mm-hmm. I'm sitting there and, like, literally there's no one else in this thing. And this big family just comes and sits next to me. Uh-huh. Like I'm and I look up and there's no one else around and I go, okay. And I put on my mask and I take my stuff and I move to the other side of the restaurant. And I know they saw me and like, they were kind of giving me like the, the like, and I was just like, why would you like, like, I was almost waiting for them to get up and then go over and sit next to me. Like they were challenging me. And I was
0: like, man, I had something, I can't believe I've stored this nugget this whole time, but all I wanted to say just, and this can be very short. You said you love a salad bar. Do you remember Super Salad?
1: Yes, I love Super Salad. Are there any still left? Green fresh tomatoes. What are they called? Something tomatoes. Oh, sweet tomatoes.
0: Sweet. To- okay, I've never been to a sweet tomatoes. Um, cause...
1: they're pretty good. At least the one in on the way to the airport in Dallas is was pretty good ten years ago. There's my there's a ringing of sweet endorsement. <laughs>
0: Uh, I just, like, for some reason, my mom and I went to Super Salad a lot. Whenever my dad would travel, like, that would be our, like, ooh, let us ladies go out to eat. I mean, I just, like, Super Salad was so good. And you felt like you were being healthy, even though you're, like, you know, adding a ton of, like, blue cheese dressing Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean...
1: Like, <laughs> it's better than the ranch pizza or whatever. Well, yes. You but- know what? Now I'm going to look up and see if there's a salad bar around here for my next depression eat.
0: Well, also, just see if there's... I, so, I don't know if there's any super salads here in Austin. This is where I, like, get, get fuzzy about the crossover between chains between, like, Dallas and Houston and Austin and stuff. Like, for example, mm-hmm. there's still Cafe Express in Houston and Dallas, but a lot of them have closed. But all the ones in Austin have closed. So, I'm like... Where can I find a cafe express? There used to be one right by me, and the sign is still up and has graffiti all over it, and it's just very depressing.
1: We'll we'll cut this out. Well, we might not cut it out if you really like it, but we can, this can be cut out <laughs> for time. There was an ad yesterday that Tara saw that was like, "Hey, want to move to a town that's not super uh, expensive." But still, kind of weird. Come to Houston, Austinites, and it was like d- directly like done to to Austin. I will have to find it. She sent it to me, and I was like, I just got seething mad. I was like, How dare you? Okay. Well, let's not let's not fight.
0: I mean, he, he, I, I agree. Houston is still kind of weird, but not in the same not the same weird as Austin. Houston's yes. weird in that there's like no zoning there, so you'll have like a high <laughs> rise in the middle yes. of a neighborhood next to a like. Adult entertainment store. All true. Yep. I've seen this all in history. Yeah, yeah no, 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 no. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, speaking of high rises,
1: <laughs> oh, I, I'm not exactly sure. I see how that fits, other than he lives in a high yes, rise. Yes, he lives that in a high going? rise. Yes, perfect, uh, perfect, the, flawless. We
0: are. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, hello, Seattle. Hello, S-
1: <laughs> hello, Seattle. I'm Ryan. I'm Laurel. And we're the Craniacs. We get together and talk about <laughs> sad restaurant sad experiences. Sad chain
0: restaurants yes. experiences. Uh,
1: but we also talk about Frasier. Laurel here has seen, How close are we getting to the last episodes you think you've seen?
0: Oh, we're getting very close. Um,
1: Interesting. This I the know. Whole, so I def- the whole... I definitely podcast is going to shift.
0: Yeah. So I have definitely seen this whole season um, and I've seen this is where we're going to get real spotty where like I and it may just be. So the problem is we're going to get into episodes I've only seen once and I'm probably not going to remember that I've seen them until I right, watch right. them. So I, but after this, we're going to get real spotty as to episodes that I remember seeing. Um Yeah.
1: Well, today we are watching season eight, episode five, Taking Liberties, which I read it right before this and I realized, like, I didn't, again, I read maybe the title when it comes up and then just flush mm-hmm. it out. But when I saw it, I was like, oh. Ha, ha, ha. Yes, um, I
0: I just now got it as
1: well. Don't worry. You, you're going to hate the, you're not going to hate, but you're going to, this is the, the, the synopsis. Mel continues to forbid Niles and Daphne to be seen in public and unexpectedly shows up at a party at Fraser's house. No. What? You're missing the major part. Po- I'm going to, I'm going to put. I'm going to make a bold statement. Ferguson may be my favorite, like, one-time guest star character.
0: I am so happy we are at this episode. <laughs> I love this episode so yes. much. This this was very early, because this is before Alias came out. So it's before Victor Garber really took hold in my heart as right, Jack right. Christo. And I I, mean, I just, Victor Garber could do no wrong. But I remember when I saw this episode, I was like, oh, Mr. Andrews from Titanic. Because I really didn't know him as, oh, like, right,
1: right, right, right. anything
0: else. And he is just, the whole time, I was like, step aside, David Hyde Pierce. We have a new top actor in town. <laughs>
1: he is so, because he's also, like, he's playing a very, it's hard to say different character than him. But, like, it just feels like a role I had. Like, I would never have gotten Victor Garber for this role. Yes. And I feel but like yet this is he a nails the it. the show. Like for anybody who didn't watch this episode, he uh is a butler that Fraser hires and should I went please let Ferguson be in the rest of this season. Like I loved him so much and I does he ever come back? No. Oh, that's no. a real I mean, it's also perfect because he's he's perfect in our minds. It's just <laughs> yes. he,
0: he is he is one and done with Fraser, but you're right. It's it's so perfect. It's like It's like when movie franchises, or a movie that could become a franchise decides not to, and you're like, thank you. Let this one movie (laughs) be perfect.
1: I, yeah, I, you know, it it was just, also the idea, just the idea when Fraser's like, ooh, I'll get a butler. I'm like, this is a peak Frasier episode, even before I got there, because I was like, oh, of course we need to see Frasier with a butler, and we need to see how much, and it was... They did it perfectly, where the butler was amazing, and then, like, Fraser didn't deserve him. It wasn't even that bad that Fraser didn't deserve him, but it was, like...
0: Well, uh, so, remind me, have you ever watched Downton Abbey, or any of Downton Abbey?
1: I think I watched, like, the first episode. Okay, I'm gonna go with no, because that, that side means you didn't watch the whole series. I didn't. Okay. I watched the first episode, I went, this is really good, and then I think they went... It's so good we should take it off Netflix. Oh, okay, fair. <laughs> For a while, I think, I think so. it's back on
0: Netflix now. But um,
1: yeah.
0: Anyway, so I've watched the whole series all the way through twice, and this shows how ingrained Downton Abbey is in my mind that none of this seemed odd. Every single thing Ferguson mm. said, like, uh, like very good, sir, and everything, I was like, yes, that is what that is what a butler, um, yes. of, of his stature says, and just everything like, you know, if I may, sir, and all of those things, I just, none, I didn't bat an eye at any of it. as odd. Cause I was like, that's the way Carson talks. That's the way Bates talks. That's like, all of this is very appropriate. <laughs>
1: It wasn't so much how he talked. It was like the links he went to at first were annoying and the, not annoying, but like over the top. when he sprays that over the top. Thank you. He sprays the like mist over him to wake him up. And I was like, and then it was just, it went from like, this is ridiculous to him. Like, oh my God, he's helping Fraser do everything he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Like.
0: He's I, such I, an I, asset.
1: He's so. Like I thought the the episode was all right, but like anything with Ferguson was like a ten, yes. no question. I was like, I'm like, and I seriously wrote, I need him to be on, the, like he needs to be a new cast member.
0: Um, I wrote down that Ferguson is almost like Fraser's chief of staff. Like the fact that he yes. was strategizing, like here's what you should send to this guy as a congratulations thing. Here's the why, and here's why, and he has to replace himself on the board. So this will. It's just I was like, Ferguson. Your yeah, strategy yeah, yeah. and your and you're always thinking ahead to the next step. I'm like, this is. I mean, I, it's review season right now at my job, and so I feel like <laughs> that's like like anticipating is like something that we're always like harping on, and you want people to always be doing and stuff. And I'm like, Ferguson, hi marks.
1: I <laughs> I love
0: expectations.
1: <laughs> yes, I love when he's like, we should get him this wine. He goes, actually, sir, I heard him speaking. Like <laughs> you know, he's not only just. Like he's he's got his ear to the ground. Mm-hmm. He's 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 his into that high society. Like I I could I could watch I could have watched a Ferguson spinoff, a hundred percent. Mister like Mister like Belvedere only <laughs> only Ferguson. It
0: does make me wonder if they originally kind of thought this could because thinking about it, Ferguson's Spotlight moves along pretty fast in this episode. Yes. Um, for for this being just a twenty-two minute episode and. It makes me wonder if maybe they originally were kind of like, this could be a few episode arc of like him, you know, kind of getting involved with the family, him getting to know Daphne and kind of, you know, planting these seeds of doubt in Daphne's mind and then him exiting to go kind of live his like Daphne-esque dream and stuff. And if Victor Garber was like, you got me for one episode and they're like, well, (laughs) we like you that much. (laughs)
1: I or if they wrote it and then like by the end they were like we need to bring Ferguson back and he's like I have these other things mm-hmm. going you know it's like he's
0: probably like I don't know maybe starting to get signed on for Alias at that point so maybe Alias was I, the next I, like, year
1: he's legitimately uh, like he had depth because he was like consoling Daphne like kind of leading her through this thing like but also funny when he when she starts to cry and he like readies the yes! towel yes! on his shoulder. <laughs> It was. It was. He was. We we should talk about real quick the rest of the episode. Mm-hmm. But needless to say, Craniacs, if you haven't seen this one, and I don't know why you're just listening to <laughs> like not watching the. We the are show, really but this engaging, Brian. So <laughs> like, yes, uh, Ferguson. Like I, I, we need to do this sometime. Like probably next March is do the uh, March Madness like one-off characters mm-hmm. bracket or even like some people like BB or uh, Bulldog and I think Ferguson is easily a final four candidate
0: yeah you know this is what um, on the Ringer podcast the rewatchables they they have a name for this award but it's the it's the the heat check and it's the person who does the most for the small role that's really memorable but mm. really isn't in there a whole lot and I'm like oh Ferguson 100% gets the heat check award for I- being so memorable and being in this one episode yes
1: I just saw a What Culture, which isn't always the best website, but they do a lot of wrestling stuff. But they also do other things. Um, But they did a thing that was like best TV characters that are in one scene. Mm, mm. And it was interesting because... the Wait, one scene
0: or one episode?
1: One scene. What? So it's just 10. It was the 10 best one scene characters uh the one i remember i'll have to i'll to send you this because it's it's random stuff but like like one was like the mad king from uh game of thrones who like they talk about and they only have that one flashback scene where he's yelling like burn them all and things like that Oh, but the one that was i thought that was a good one because it was talking about like they've really built him up and stuff but the one i really liked was billy crystal and robin williams and friends who like have you ever you do you remember that yes
0: yes they like come into the coffee shop
1: and that whole scene was they were filming like Father's Day or something mm-hmm. nearby and they came over and said, can we do something? And they went, we're going to write the scene real quick. And they just kind of let him go.
0: <laughs> um, I would appreciate a uh, a ranking of people who did the most with one episode or if it was a two part episode, um, namely Kyle mm-hmm. Chandler and Grey's Anatomy when he is in the Code Black parts one and two as Bomb Squad guy.
1: Um, and- oh my God, I forgot. Got that was Kyle Chandler. It was Kyle
0: Chandler and spoiler alert, Bomb Squad guy.
1: Pink Mist, right? Yeah. Oh,
0: oh yes, Pink Mist! Yes. Do
1: they say Pink Mist? They
0: do, yes.
1: Yeah, I don't know that I want to restart Grey's Anatomy because isn't it still going?
0: Oh, it's still going. It's on like season 18.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um it's it's getting into like SVU territory. Yes. Um, but I would I would pop those two episodes. It's a two-parter, right? It
0: is, it was the post um Super Bowl episode, so you know that's Yes. That's when they're like, they have to be big. Um, And what's funny is, so I used to read at the time, Shonda Rhimes kept a blog on the ABC website. She she, Mm and a few of her producers kept a blog on the website after episodes, and I would read them every week. And she was like, I have never gotten so much. And this is like before Twitter and stuff. But she's like, I have never gotten so much feedback and like comments on things as people saying, why did you kill Kyle Chandler? Why couldn't he have stayed in the show? And she's like, guys, don't worry. He's on a new show in the fall about being a football coach. Check it out. (laughs)
1: we i just i i have such like i don't know a ton about Grayson. there was a two seasons where i was like i had um some people i knew from smu like a like a like a a former tridel and stuff and we had like a knitting circle we called it where like we would all get on swear to god aim after episodes and be like oh my god did you see this um but like uh i just had no interest in the show Watch that Super Bowl and the whole time they go, there's a Code Black at Seattle Mm -hmm. Grays. And my dad and I were like, what's a Code Black? And my dad, my dad who like, you know, is is a good guy but has like a healthy dose of toxic masculinity in the like, I don't watch that's for girls, like area. And like <laughs> we That's were like, my dad definitely we got to watch Braves Anatomy
0: it. for like four seasons. So right, like well, my mom didn't it watch it, for- it anymore. My dad did.
1: <laughs> I watched it for like a season and a half after this. Like this is this is why their ratings boomed. Is we all went, what's the Code Black? And we're like, well, we'll just watch it after the thing. And We were watching. it. We're like, this is amazing. <laughs> what is this show? It's funny
0: because. I think for like for the first 20 minutes of the episode, all of the interns like, what's a code black? I don't know a code black And all. Everyone I know who works in a hospital and stuff are like, (laughs) yeah, on the back of all of our badges is a list of all the codes and the colors. You, you know what every code is. My friend of mine who works at a hospital in Portland yesterday had a code silver which is a um like violence in the hospital ended up being a false alarm. Oh, but okay. um but she was like, We had a code silver and I was like, Does that mean an elderly person escaped? Like it's yeah, because it's a silver hospital? alert, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, No. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, okay. Um
1: I, I, I can't imagine also the one that's what does code black actually mean? Does it mean there's a bomb, I think it in, the means hospital, bomb in the hospital? Does, yeah. Yeah. So, like, if you had that on the back, that's would like, you <clears throat> might not remember other ones, but you'd remember there's a bomb in the hospital. Yes.
0: Yes. Well, and I think you're, like, required to memorize, like, what all the different codes are
1: and stuff. Um, I s- swear to God it, This is the con- There's never a time When this episode Doesn't come up Like it's 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 like a rule In my life That if someone Mentions Grey's Anatomy We have to talk Five minutes about Code Black mm-hmm. Like it's It's Well ridiculous. it's like Consistently
0: the episode That even if people Didn't see They remember It like coming out And stuff And I know that That was back when You know Talk about toxic like masculinity But it was like How do you keep the dudes To stay tuned in After the Super Bowl Gotta give them Something sexy And so it started with Yeah Meredith and Christina, George was having a dream and Meredith and Christina and Izzy are all in the shower together. And that's like how the episode starts.
1: Yep. Remember that one too.
0: (laughs) That's the same episode. It's code black. (laughs) Um, Um, Cause then they, at the end of code black, the very end, Meredith and Izzy and Christina are in the shower together, but it's Meredith. It's Izzy and Christina washing Meredith off. Like, they're all fully dressed in their scrubs because Meredith has bomb squad guy guts all over her, so...
1: Oh, my God. Maybe I do got... We just restarted Sopranos, so I don't think this is happening anytime soon, but... um, Let's let's talk a little bit about the rest of the episode because this is a very important episode in that Mel and Niles finally... Start divorce proceedings. Start divorce proceedings, maybe break up, because he said he was going to get it done by the end of the week. You promise? Yeah, yeah um, I know. I
0: love that. I loved that.
1: I, it was, it was just, it, it's basically Mel shows up because Frazier is having a uh, pre-party for uh, an opera. So, uh, uh, I think me. there's a better term an than opera, pre-party.
0: Turandot. He calls it Turandot. Um, I call it Turandot. The first opera I ever saw when I was in school. To this day, one of my favorites operas, has a song that everybody knows, Nessun Dorma, which I will post to the, I'll post Aretha Aretha Uh, Franklin singing it at the Grammys back in like 2000. I will post it in that Facebook group. You will, everyone will know it when they hear it, but
1: yeah. Speaking of opera, real quick, we watched the 2019 version of Lady and the Tramp last night. There's a scene where one of the characters listens to a little opera. I think you you, you might want to check it out. We really enjoyed it. Okay, Okay. We also, Tara and I like most things. Like if you don't like it, about thirty minutes in, you can turn it off. But okay. we really like enjoy it. Well,
0: I mean, and you know how I feel about Lady and the Tramp, but I will. Um, yes. You know, I, I will. I will take this recommendation. Thank you. Um, speaking speaking uh, of another speaking of, I listened to the Lion King episode y'all did on my way back mm-hmm. to Austin on Monday night. Such a good episode, and there were like <laughs> two or three things I was going to come in and like comment on in the Facebook group, and of course I don't. I didn't remember them by the time I got back to Austin, so.
1: I, that one was fun because we were very, it was very late at night and we're very loopy because, uh, the, the guest is a respiration therapist. So Uh, he has weird hours, especially now with all the COVID stuff going on. And he was still, you know, very nice to do that. So, um, what was I going to say? So, yeah, so, so, uh, Mel ends up like coming to this party that they didn't know she was going to come at the same time that. Uh, Niles and Daphne are about to go out on a, on a date to the mall. To the Tacoma
0: t- mall? mall. To a place <laughs> called The Limited. R.I.P. The Limited went out of business a few years ago, but...
1: Was The Limited just a clothing store? Yeah, it was
0: women's clothing, and then they had a, a, a sister store for girls called The Limited 2, T-O-O.
1: Yeah. Did you ever go on dates to clothing stores? Is that something I just... No,
0: no, but I think they know that's a place that they won't run to anybody that they know. is like an oh, average fair, fair, shopping fair. mall. And but probably Daphne was like, Oh, like, yeah, while we're there, I need to pop into the limited. I,
1: I didn't think that it was any, I wasn't like, this is weird. I mean, I just don't, it's one, I thought maybe it was one of those sitcom things that doesn't really happen mm, where they're yeah. like, Ooh, we'll go and I'll buy you some stuff. I took Tara when we first got here, like we went someplace. I'm like, I'll get your clothes, like, like out of like, like we'll just b- buy your, your clothes. Like when oh, someplace, like I think I put my money into it. And she talks about that to this day. And it wasn't like I bought her like a nice, super nice dress. It was like old Navy stuff for work. And she was like, you took me on a shopping spree. And I think and I'm like, okay, well now I got to save up this money to take her on another shopping spree yeah, to I, I, old Navy or whatever.
0: I will admit that has that, you know, that has never happened to me, but I, I now, now I'm having like two memories of, um, a friend of mine when we were all in Charleston for a wedding and Charleston was great shopping and like all up and down these cute little boutiques and everything. And we were all went out to dinner the night before the wedding and one of my friends was like, Yeah, I just got this there. Kevin bought me this jumpsuit today. And he was like, Yeah, my wife looks hot in it. And I was just like, Huh
1: I I think it works because like when you're buying clothes sometimes, there's, you know, the thought of like, Can I afford this? Do I need mm-hmm. this? Blah, blah, blah. And if you someone takes that away from you, it's a little bit more of a fun experience yeah, it's more of, a of treat. like I can yeah, so I but little I need to do it again because I'm saving it for like right before when I like like something I do something bad happens I'm like uh, shopping spree let's do this
0: <laughs> or right before you need to like ask for a favor or something like oh, Yeah, I'm exactly. Like, oh, no, I'm gonna go.
1: no I but but she still talks about it every once in a while and I'm like I didn't take you to like you know, Nordstrom's yeah. or anything. I was just to say Nordstrom, like, yes. Yeah, like, it wasn't like, here's your personal shop or have fun. It was like, we got up the thing and I was like, you know, I was like, hey, you know what? Just, you get whatever and I'll take care of it. And she was like, what? <laughs> um, so they get caught. Well, they get caught and Mel tries to be like, Daphne's having all these problems that like, maybe Niles doesn't really love me. You know, maybe, you know, this isn't going to work, blah, blah, blah. And, and, then, and I would say I it, like, it's
0: almost that, I think she's just seeing history repeat itself of, like, he was stuck in that yes. terrible marriage with Maris for so long, and Mel keeps dragging out when they're going to file for divorce, and she's kind of like, am I, I mean, I saw a lot this of- This is
1: not going to work out, not necessarily Niles doesn't love
0: Exactly, me. and I, I saw yeah. a little bit of, like, how I've felt in some relationships where I'm like, oh, am, am I being played a fool right now? Like, yeah. and, and, like, maybe, maybe I need to, like, cut my losses, and, yeah, you yeah, know- yeah. And get out of this. So,
1: But I like that Niles, she doesn't say, Niles, I feel this way. Mm-hmm. And then he makes a change. He makes a change independent of these feelings that she's sharing with Ferguson. Mm-hmm. I also like that whole bit of like, oh, Manchester. My mother's from Manchester. She's like, oh, my father, was, my uncle was hit in the head with a... Can of lager, and he still has the can by like a famous Manchester United player. Now, did you Um, think for
0: a split second? Because I, you know, having seen this episode so many times, I knew this wasn't happening, but did you think for a split second that they were trying to stir up a little bit of romance between Ferguson um, and Daphne?
1: A, a little bit i wouldn't have surprised me if at the end if that was his reason i thought it would be i thought it was going to be like the punchline to the joke mm-hmm. of like why he leaves he's like i have to leave i'm in love with daphne and i can't blah 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 you know mm-hmm. or something i i think they did it, and I, it 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 ends not on a joke but on like a like a real nice moment where he's like i will draw your bath sarah i was like this is a great
0: episode i i, I know like the the I... ferguson
1: through is really good
0: it's it's yeah it's so it's uh, it's just it's such a strong episode, and especially for such such a strong episode to appear this late in a series. Like, we're in season eight. We are solidly yeah, in the yeah, back yeah. half. Um, and also, f- this episode f- is so strong, independent of the, like, main storyline right now of Niles and Daphne. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, that's beautiful yeah. in it, but, like, th- that could have nothing to do with it, and I would still probably love this
1: episode. Well, we, we have gone on and on about this one. Do you want to rate it? Do we have any LOLs? Hang
0: on, hang on. Oh, um, I'm sorry. We, we need to talk about Roz and... Um,
1: a wrapping paper a wrapping hooking wrapping up paper with the opera and, guy
0: and and Roz like you know I don't know in, in so when that when she's talking to that old man right when he first shows up and he's like what if I bought a hundred rolls she's like well I take off twenty percent and he's like and what if I bought a thousand rolls and she was like and then I take off everything but my bracelets and he laughed I was like I know Roz can handle herself I was like but this ugh. <laughs> I was like this old, this creepy old man who's all like leery towards her I was like ugh.
1: I mean, obviously, like there's probably reasons for this, but like it didn't bother me too much. Uh,
0: there's probably
1: reasons I need to examine and think about. But. <laughs> well, I
0: think it's also because we view this in through, through the lens of how TV shows were at the time and the jokes they made, um, and kind of possibly the jokes that it also made about feels. Roz.
1: <laughs> yeah, it also feels like Roz is scamming him. Yes. Right. Yes.
0: I just, um, okay, hang on. I do have a bunch of um, LOL, so I'll try to get through them quickly. I actually, I say this one a lot, and I didn't know this was where I got it from, when Fraser's like, oh, Alan Murchie is the president of the opera board, and Martin says, I'll never forget where I was when I heard the news. <laughs> I do this all the time. If somebody is like, you know, I don't know, said something. I think you've
1: done it to me. I probably have.
0: Yeah, I, <laughs> I probably got craniacs. So I probably said it on the podcast. Um, yes. When, he, when Ferguson finds out that Niles was in love with Daphne for seven years, he says, seven years. He sounds shy. He seems shy. <laughs> so great! I, I wrote that Daphne's hair is horrendous throughout most of this episode. Like, wh- what were they doing? Um,
1: She's in a, a robe a lot. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the, they're, the they're, they're,
0: they again are like, we do not hide her watch, pregnancy. Yeah. Um, she is, Did however, Mel's- at the very end wearing Louboutins, like oh. her shoes. And I'm like, okay, we need to, we need some consistency here. Um,
1: <laughs> Did did Mel's lipstick look smudged to you, or was I?
0: Yes, it looked almost like they tried to have it be.
1: Make her look a little unhinged.
0: Well, and also, like, it's almost like it covered more than her actual, her natural lip. Like, it looked yeah, like it yeah, water. Yeah, yeah. And yes. Um, I, I also really disliked when Frazier was, when Ferguson's like, I have to tender my regna- resignation, and Fraser's trying to get him to not leave. He's like, send yourself something. I'm like, oh, Frazier, oh. Um, yeah, I also just enjoyed Fraser flicking the lights. Opera time! Opera time!
1: <laughs> yes, yes, I wrote that down, and he's just. Oh <laughs>
0: goodness! Um, okay.
1: I'm... But I love that Ferguson tried to get him out of that. yeah, like He's like everyone needs to go. It's like I like y- you could operate on like cruise control with Ferguson. It was great.
0: Yes, and again, anticipating things like ah, uh, just Ferguson. If you're looking for employment, I have no reason for you to be here, but. <laughs>
1: Are you are you ready yep. to rate it because I think I'm giving it ten red delicious apples? <gasps> and the reason I'm saying ten red delicious is because that's the bit of business he does when he's like talking to Daphne's just shining apples. And I'm like, those apples need to be shined. Uh,
0: okay, okay, yeah. Um,
1: ten, I like I, I,
0: ten Wow. I
1: loved it. I I don't think I love the episode. I don't think the episode was a 10, but I think Ferguson elevated it. It was yes. great. Yes. It's got it's it's got a plot that feels very Frasier-esque. It's got movement forward in the in a in a longer uh, episode plot. Mm-hmm. Uh it's got a fantastic character coming in who like I was I literally was wanted to be a main character. Mhm.
0: I'm giving it a ten. I, that's I'm I'm impressed. I'm giving, it, and this is something I may look back on when we do like an end of you know series recap. But I'm gonna give it nine rolls of wrapping paper.
1: It's um, a what did it say? Seasons greetings. Peace or on Earth. <laughs> peace on. You're getting
0: five rolls of Peace on Earth. Um, <laughs> uh yeah i i mean i i love this episode i i didn't remember it coming this fast in this in season eight um but Mm -hmm. i yes this this is this is a highlight of the series for me um and if anything it just helped when i think about all the roles of victor garber's i love of which there are many this is always like in like the top five um also like if you all have not watched alias i mean not talking to you i'm talking to the listeners um do watch alias for victor garber just fantastic from start to finish just yeah.
1: I haven't watched all of it. Um, it's one of those shows that like Tara started watching when I was doing a lot of work stuff so it was like, I don't want to keep you from watching this. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to like wait for me. So I would just come and sit down. But the only thing I remember is she had that that dude who was like her tech specialist. Mm-hmm.
0: Marshall, yeah. M-
1: yeah, and there was one where she went on a mission with Marshall mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Marshall needed to like distract someone and he started speaking Ewok. Oh, okay. And Tara was like, you gotta watch this. And she made me watch it. We get to the part and she's like, isn't that great? I'm like, he's actually speaking Ewok. And she's like, what? I'm like, those are like Ewok words from like, she, she was like, what is he What is he saying? I'm like, look, I'm not dorky enough I know Ewok, but I, like, I can recognize it when I hear it.
0: That, that doesn't surprise me because the attention to detail in that show was fantastic. Also, like, well, I, don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't know how I mean, Jennifer Garner, just her, her like physical training for that show. I can't imagine mm-hmm. how Insane that was. Also, if you want to see and a like, very young Bradley Cooper before he was famous, he plays oh, her right, best right, friend right. Will. Um, and, and
1: then, like, leaves the show to go be famous, right? He,
0: he Well, he, he leaves the show because they kind of restarted the show. Um, at, at the end of season two, the whole show almost hits a reset button um because she wakes up in like taiwan at the end of season two and it turns out four years has passed and she doesn't know it and she doesn't know where she's been and all of that and will has since gone into witness protection so yes he does leave the show but he has not really become right. famous right away this is like 2003 so it's a while before i'd say like the hangover
1: he goes and does midnight meat train or whatever <laughs> did you ever see that move of course you didn't see midnight meat train i've
0: never even heard of that i'm sorry is that porn <laughs>
1: <laughs> no 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 it's it's a horror movie oh God. I mean, but I, it's like there's one train in the metro that if you get on it this guy will come out and kill you with a, a hammer and then it's it's terrible I mean, um i remember him being so, in wedding
0: crashers and people were like oh he like does a lot with a small yeah. part of wedding crashers and, I, and people are like this bradley cooper gentleman who's new to the scene and i was like no he was an alias come on everybody
1: <laughs> um let's let's dive into the next mm-hmm. one <laughs> this is gonna be a long episode uh next one's called legal Tender, love and care Uh, season eight, episode six, Frasier hires an attractive lawyer, Abigail Michaels, to handle his lawsuit with Donnie, but he suddenly drops the lawsuit.
0: Eh. Uh, Okay. Well, first of all, that's like, you know, okay. Well, no, I feel like Fraser hires an attractive lawyer, Abby Michaels, for his lawsuit against Donnie, but has concerns about her high rate of billing or something, which threatens their Yeah, that was a big
1: thing about it. Now, this guest stars, of course, uh, Saul Rubinek as Donnie comes back. I was wondering if there's going to be another one where they mentioned Donnie doesn't come back. And uh, Terry Polo as the uh, the lawyer. Terry Polo, I feel like I bump on her every time. Like, not bump. What am I trying to think? I ping. Like, every time I see her, I'm like, oh, it's Terry Polo. And I'm like, why do I know this actress so oh, well? I mean. The the meet the whatever yeah, movies. She's,
0: she's been Solar's wife in all of the meet the movies. That was where I, I first saw her. She's also, right, and, um, for those West Wing fans, she is in the last two seasons of the West Wing because she plays mm, the wife of Congressman and then, spoiler, President-elect uh, Matt Santos. Um, that must
1: be also where I remember I from. That's say, not, like, like, high up on her IMDb
0: Challenge theme. people to find a hotter political couple than Jimmy Smiths and Terry Polo. Like, goodness.
1: Especially Jimmy Smiths that era. Like, Woo! he's still a good-looking gentleman, but, like, he was, like, peak... Uh, have you heard this term that's the, the zaddy term oh now? yes, but I've
0: heard it mainly um amongst the gays, like
1: well okay yeah
0: th- th- where like you know a younger gay maybe like starts dating an older gay and that's a zaddy
1: I feel like maybe uh 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 the 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 gay community gets these uh like when it comes when I hear it it's over. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let me put it this way. I would never think to, I would never think me as a straight woman, I would not refer to Jimmy Smits as a zaddy, but like a mm. gay guy who's my age
1: could refer to my, Jimmy Smits okay. as a zaddy. I heard it on a, how did this get made podcast? So I'm, then they were discussing the term, so I'm not exactly sure, but yeah, he's definitely this kind of, not really a silver fox, but definitely like an older gentleman, like real, just like.
0: Who's, who's still just like brings the heat just yeah. i mean he's in in the heights and he um oh really yeah he's in in the heights and he he plays um devil was really plays like a, you know an older character like plays the father of like one of the kind of teens 20s people but um there's one part where it's actually even in the trailer where he comes into the like little bodega and he just sings a really long note of the character's name and i was just like oh! <laughs> i <laughs> guys i just i just fake fainted <laughs>
1: I I uh, sorry I missed it cuz I was laughing cuz I just like the idea of a character in a musical coming in and being like George like <laughs> I mean he comes <laughs> in and he's like
0: ooh snobby <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then he, and that's it he doesn't go into a song No
0: no he he does but like oh, okay, but okay. the part that's in the trailer is just him walking in and being like ooh snobby and then it, Was that show
1: just... show was that was that film good?
0: It is good. It's um about 15 minutes too long there were like two mm, yeah. songs they could have cut or like made shorter it is good though um it also i I like to think I know a lot about new york city cuz i used to like, go there a lot for work and for fun and stuff and it taught me a lot about just like a part of new york where i was like i i knew nothing about washington heights <laughs> um <coughs> bless you <coughs> bless you
1: <coughs> okay um let's sorry. let's uh Let's get back let's into see, this let's episode. See. Let's get let's let, yeah, I know we got to finish this podcast. Uh she, basically he, they in, in you know they Daphne and Niles and and Martin are saying like, you know, Fraser's obviously smitten with this uh uh lawyer. They've had her for a while. She comes in as Terry Polo. I remember literally, I'd seen her, oh, it's Terry Polo. And then uh they sit down and she's like he's dropped the case. He's, mm-hmm. you know, we we don't exactly know why. Um and Frazier's like like trying to like ask her out, but taking a while to do it. And I like the bit where she goes in the door. He's like, well, I thought maybe we could, the door circle. She's like, Fraser, if you want to ask me, I need to do it right now. (laughs) And he's like, do you want to go out with me? And she's like, yes. And then he gives this look to camera that is so endearing. Yes! Like, just, like...
0: I bumped on the same thing, where I was like, I feel like we almost always get, like, obnoxious, like, yeah, Frasier. Like, sleazy.
1: <laughs> it's nice to see, like, legitimately, like, oh, I got a date. Like, I don't know. And I honestly, I find got that, a date I with somebody who's out of
0: your league, <laughs> Frasier. Let's just oh, be Oh, yeah. Honest.
1: Like, I don't... Yeah. Well, it's interesting, because I think they did a... You know, we've talked about season one, where it's just, like, everybody... It was, like, every... Uh, you know, like Sears level uh, uh, model was like hitting on Fraser. Yes, and then like she Terry Polo, gorgeous woman, but they play her up as like very business like, mm-hmm. like, like it's it's like they know she's out of your his league. I mean, but she's also like mentally there with him, right? Her
0: character could have been dating like the quarterback of the Seahawks, who also went to Harvard, and I would believe it, like. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm starting to wonder if Frazier's richer than we think he is because he had a butler last Mm -hmm. episode. Like, maybe he's so well-to-do that she's like, oh, this is a good pairing. I I had the
0: same thought of, I was like, if you're also paying, still paying Daphne to be physical therapist for Martin, and like, Ferguson is doing a lot and not living with you, so that's (laughs) not part of his like, pay is not like room and board provided. I was like, what?
1: Is, is he not living with them? I don't, where would he live? That's what I was wondering. So like, Did he like I think they they I I don't know because like that would suck because then it's like well I have to get up really early to dress in that full tux like outfit and then get up before Fraser which I'm sure Frasier doesn't sleep in too much. Uh,
0: I'm sorry as as I know from Downton Abbey the help is up very early and you all right but
1: don't they live downstairs in the the, same uh, building
0: yes except when they get married and um then they move then they they so a few characters get married and they move into houses that are still with under the like estate of the Granthams, but they are the crawlies but they um i mean they still have to commute to work basically so yeah they walk they they get they get home very late and they leave you know because they have to put their 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 you know masters to bed basically
1: I okay. We're going back to Butler stuff. Um, I so what do you think like the modern Butler looks like? And I'm not talking about someone who's doing like English royalty, mm-hmm. but is there like a valet or something yes, that I think works it's called for a house like... manager?
0: Um, okay. I learned about this, and uh, this is a little bit of a spoiler for what my recommendation is going to be later. Um, but uh, I read. <laughs> well, do we want
1: to save it for then? Do we oh, okay. Wanna, like, okay. We'll, yeah.
0: Yeah, we'll, yeah. But I'll we'll just say I, I, okay. I read a book where the. A person referred to their house manager and it sounds like that's kind of what the butler but less okay. personal touch like not dressing them and things like that so i think yeah, it's probably yeah, yeah. a combo of a few different because it wouldn't be a personal assistant but it wouldn't be your stylist. But it would. I think it's probably a combo of a bunch of different people.
1: Interesting, interesting. I'm um, get
0: back to Terry I, Polo for a second. I texted. Okay. I texted my old roommate.
1: Um, you'd be like, I texted Terry Polo. Texted and Terry,
0: <laughs> and uh, no, I texted my old roommate because he and I both are huge West Wing fans, and he just. Um, we we have a there's a joke in West Wing um, about having a touch of somebody that sounds weird, uh, but like it, it means like you you have 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 like a little bit of a crush on them, um, mm. and so I he always has a touch of Helen Santos who's who Terry Polo is in the in the West Wing and just like thinks she is so hot, and so I I took a screenshot of Terry Polo on the screen and I was like forgot Helen Santos is in an episode of Frasier and he was like one episode wasted talent. <laughs>
1: i uh i just looked up i I, sometimes i like to see like especially with characters like this like what uh like what like uh, terry polo 2021 she's in some show where she has a a short haircut and she is a good looking like yeah
0: she in she was in the fosters which was an abc family show um it was a pretty groundbreaking show if i recall correctly she's um she has a lesbian partner in it. They raise a, like, family full of children they've adopted. And she plays a police officer. And yeah, it was I, on I, ABC Family for a very long time, if it's not even I still don't, on.
1: I don't want to be like, oh, she still got it. But, like, I also want to be like, good for you, <laughs> Terry Polo. <laughs> like, you know, like, she's she's aged wonderfully. Oh, yeah.
0: What is her, what, what is her personal life? Is she, like, I, I don't know how old she is. Honestly, she's kind of ageless to me, so...
1: She was born in 1969, so you can do that math, or I can do it real quick.
0: So, Oh, so she's, like, 52?
1: Ooh. Two, yeah, nice. Okay. So, yeah.
0: Okay, so she's... Looking,
1: like... looking good, Terry. Yeah. so
0: wait, is she, like, married? Like, what's what's happening? Oh, like, that, she have kids? I mean,
1: do you, want me to, uh, you you talk about the episode. I'll look that up.
0: So, they end up running into Donnie when they go out for a celebratory dinner. Donnie is there, um, which, also, I was very gratified to see that it was, like, it wasn't bitter, Donnie. Like he made jokes. Niles ends up setting his menu on fire. And Donnie is like, um, I know you're celebrating, but you didn't need to start a bonfire or something. I just I was very gratified that Donnie seems to have gotten some of his like personality back and everything. But Donnie drops a bomb yes. and is like, I'm celebrating my engagement.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's married a, a woman who
0: he represented her in her divorce. And I'm like, this doesn't have rebound written over it at all. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I mean the continuation of that is like Daphne goes to see him. She thinks he's there for a, she thinks she's at the courthouse for a a, a client, and then it turns out that he's getting married right then. Mm-hmm. And I love when when her mother comes down, his mother comes down. She's like, "You, why are you here?" Yes. <laughs> and she and he's and and I think it they handle it pretty well. I was like, "Oh, this could go in a bad direction," but I think it's good to get closure and you know, I kept saying that they're going to turn Donnie into a heel. And I think they did very briefly, but like, I don't know. I'm, I I like Saul Rubinek so much. And I like Donnie so much that I'm glad it was just, let's figure this out and kind of move on. Well, And
0: it's more that he was going through the shock and trauma of having been left at the altar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, and then he's like right back. I do have to say, and I don't, I don't like, I wouldn't put money on this, but I do think this is the last time we see Donnie. Mm, but yeah, I could yeah. be wrong.
1: I, I, um, it, it, if we see him again, I bet it's like maybe the final season where everyone's getting kind of like, people are coming back for one thing or something yes
0: um so one thing i do want to say when uh abby takes a phone call at dinner and starts a watch and martin's like you know nudging fraser being like this is why your your bill is so high so i have friends who are lawyers they bill in six minute increments and so, yeah, she does have to start her, her watch. Um, so, wow. Yeah. So I used to bill time at jobs when I worked at PR agencies and you had clients and we had to bill your time. But we build in quarter hour increments. And I would just round. I would just be like, I worked on this for 30 minutes or whatever. But, yeah, like I have friends who bill time and they have a stopwatch on their desk. Because they have to you know, it's like client calls. It's mainly I think it's mainly like client calls, but um
1: That's that's just a completely different like brain type that I do not have and cannot comprehend. Yeah,
0: like so exam for example, but,
1: if like But my sister's a lawyer, so I can <laughs> Well like, and
0: I, I bet your sister would corroborate this for like if a call goes to seven minutes, they might as well just keep talking to you until eleven and then yeah. but then once it gets to eleven it's like, Okay, we gotta wrap this up or else I'm billing you for another six minutes. So Yeah. Um and I also kind of wanted, wanted to tell Frazier, like, she is she's not partner. She's at the mercy of her firm. She has a billable right. hour quota she has to hit. And if they don't think you're billing enough hours or being, like, making the firm enough money, like, you're not going to make partner. You're not going to get good cases. So I'm like, she is a victim of <laughs> the legal
1: industry. Well, Frazier, you know, the whole, the, 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 the sum up is he ends up right. He thinks he's being overbilled and he writes her an email and then he goes over and she wants to, like have sex in her office <laughs> after
0: making partner. I was like, well, you, got, after making you partner. got nothing to lose now. So
1: yeah. And then like he, she's like, Ooh, you sent me another naughty email. And he's like, I love, I love him. Like try, like I go, just delete it, just delete it. And then he deletes it. And then it turns out he printed it. I which is like, which is
0: such a uh, like boomer it was good. thing.
1: <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, so real quick, Terry Polo, uh, she has been married once, uh, and divorced. And then she had a partner, until 2021 um and she has two children okay but that's all i know of right you now you know
0: so. i would love to hear her on like armchair expert or something like give me a long form interview with terry polo i'd love to hear just like a little bit more about her career and trajectory and and stuff yeah. like I, yeah, I'm, I'm down for that um i did enjoy niles's comment when Fraser says he sent her you know abby an email asking for a line by line like itemization of all of the, the bills. And he says nothing cements a relationship, like calling a girl a crook.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, any other LOLs or anything on this one?
0: Um, yes. When Roz, when he tells Roz that she can take any CD she wants, just mark it down on the sign out sheet.
1: (laughs) Yeah. This one. Okay. So I think this one was pretty good and had some good jokes. It's just following the Ferguson episode Mm -hmm. is it's, it's going to be pale in comparison. So, uh, I think for me, um it's maybe a maybe a 6 I uh, I would okay. say it's hard to keep a six or a seven yeah going. I don't know what though I can't think of what let me get back to you okay I,
0: I think I'm and I know I don't like giving .5s, but to me I'm so torn between a six or a seven that I feel like I have to do like a point 05 I know mean, I'm just gonna give it a seven I'm just gonna give it a seven because I did enjoy little bits of this more than I thought I would like Daphne's saying she couldn't order lobster because they all look so cute she was ordering veal this is yes. so this is a moral quandary I have I love veal I, I ha- the first time I had it I was tricked I did not know what it was um I thought it was just a baby steak which it is. And, uh, but I've learned how, <laughs> I've learned how the calves are treated and it horrifies me, but veal is so good. So I made a rule that I could only have it once a year. Um, and so I, that just, I don't know. That just took me right back to that. Um, also Niles still swaying after getting off that boat.
1: Oh God. I forgot that whole bit in the elevator. <laughs> See, I think I'm going to give it a seven too. I think it's seven, uh, chili. Chi- no, that's what <laughs> gym, I was going to do. It's back oh, of no. chili.
0: <laughs> You know what? We Sorry. we can both Sorry. do Bats of Chili because we both had the same struggle with how to rate this. Yes. We can both do yes. Bats of
1: Chili. Um, I also think him coming in and be like, hey, it's it's such a weird, like, isolated on its own. It's weird where he's like, hey, Niles, Jim the Chili guy got his license he like, back. He got
0: his vendor <laughs> license back. I was like, "Oh." <laughs>
1: It was like such the escalation of what was happening on that escal on that elevator, and then that was so cartoonish. I loved it. Also, that's one but of then the- I loved him being sick at the end, and like, what was Niles eating? Like black licorice. Yeah, so Niles
0: eating black licorice. Um, what I thought was funny is that we never see Fraser's lobby, and we saw it this time of them getting off and on the elevator. Um,
1: oh, I don't know. I thought about that
0: because um, first I was like, "Where are they?" And I was like, "Oh, they're in the lobby of the Elliott Bay Towers." Um, but also, when Niles it was like you know still swaying and everything, I, I always thought this was like a lie when people said they would still sway after a cruise until the last cruise clark and i went oh, on yeah, and for yeah, days yeah. after i was like oh, i can feel the yeah, ocean no,
1: i've I've done that not for days afterwards but like after like I, you know sometimes we go places i'll do like half day or full day uh fishing charters mm-hmm. or whatever and then the, the afterwards you get off especially if you're like hanging out on the dock while they're like filleting the fish mm-hmm. it's like this weird like i'm still i'm on dry dry land but i'm moving Yes. Um, it's, it's
0: worse when I would go to sleep at night, which is also like just terrible. I'd be lying in bed and it would just be like, Oh, I can feel the boat moving. It's like you are in Washington DC in your bed. <laughs>
1: um, so so guys, if you wanna send us an email or get a hold of us and tell us about your favorite uh pizza at C Pizza. <laughs> uh there's many ways to get a hold of us we are craniacs at gmail.com that's c-r-a-n-e-i-a-c-s at craniacs on twitter craniacs a fraser podcast on facebook you can listen to us on uh spotify apple pod is it apple podcast or itunes i've said itunes and someone pointed out it might not be itunes i think
0: it's apple podcast because i think they they sunset itunes
1: yeah, Apple Podcast, uh, the other one, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, anywhere you get your, your podcasts. If you can rate, review, and subscribe, please do that. It really helps us out. Uh, give us a five star rating, the highest uh, r- review possible. And if you have, if you're like, oh, I think I'm gonna give them a less than five star review. Laurel has a book she'd like for you to read about house managers. <laughs>
0: Yes, what a great segue. Thank you. Um so I recently went on vacation and I brought along on my iPad like seven books downloaded because I mm. it was one of those vacations where, like I spent two solid days at the beach just reading, perfect. Read like five books over this trip. Um and one that I read that I was that became highly recommended to me and I was skeptical about, but I do agree with that recommendation is Jessica Simpson's memoir called Open Book. Um she worked with mm. a ghostwriter obviously as all celebrities do, but it is um, I would say, dare I say very I hate celebrity memoirs that are all puff pieces that just kind of paint the celebrity in the best light and don't really spill any tea. I think it is a she has a very uh, very self-aware introspection of herself and, you know, kind of the the different routes she and choice routes she took and choices she made um throughout her life. It's also a really interesting uh, and revealing kind of look into the music industry, I've realized I love books that take you behind the scenes of the music industry because it is a messed up industry. Oh, yeah, and, it's awful. like, I read a book called The Idea of You where a woman who's in her 40s ends up dating a boy band member and, like, all about the music industry. There's several books I've read. Daisy Jones and the Six. There's a lot of books that mostly fiction about the music industry. And I'm like, I just eat it up. Um, and, anyway, that I found that particularly interesting. But also just... I don't know, I just... The self-awareness she has about talking about things and everything. I mean, she recognizes mistakes she makes. And also, she's very open about um, how bad her alcoholism was, which I was completely unaware of. Oh.
1: Um, No, me neither. I mean, you said Jessica Simpson, and I thought... There's someone I haven't thought about in a very long exactly.
0: time. Exactly. And also like, but you know, she's like almost a billionaire because of her clothing line. That is like one of the best, it's like the best selling celebrity clothing line ever. It clears like over a billion dollars every year. I think she has since sold like her stake in it, but it's still really involved.
1: Um, I had no concept of it. Oh honest.
0: yeah. So for the longest time, her shoes were almost always the shoes that were recommended for like working women. Cause they were like appropriate, but also really comfortable and like lasted. Mm. So anyway, um, all is to say, read her book, especially if you want some tea spilled about some of the people she's dated and some of the people she's worked with and stuff. Um, and also, I feel like especially with Britney Spears being so in the media right now around her conservatorship and how her life is so controlled, you kind of easily see how she ended up in that. It got there, yeah. Because and, and part of it is because, like at one point, Jessica Simpson's entire family except for her sister were on her payroll because her dad was her manager and her mom was her stylist right, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like. That's kind of you see how Britney Spears like is in the same like issue now so or same boat um yeah highly recommended open book Jessica Simpson it came out maybe two years ago so you should be able to find it at your library it was it was available for me to download um mm. yeah just uh, highly recommend it. and if y'all have any other celebrity memoirs like this that you'd recommend um you know let me know.
1: Uh yeah guys, so check that out. Uh hashtag free Britney and <laughs> I don't know how to get into the like I know, it's just, Yeah, every we'll time check it out. And some, it always sounds like thing, a
0: thing like, it sounds like something we just spliced in. <laughs> like yeah guys, so check yeah. that out.
1: Wow, Laurel, that <laughs> book sounds really interesting. <laughs> but yeah, guys, I really I Listen, I, you've done a good job because never, if you would have said, hey, Ryan, I have a Jessica Simpson book recommendation, I'd be like, no. And now I'm like, oh, this does sound very interesting, especially if it's at the library. So I might check it out. You should check it out, guys. And hashtag FreeBritney. And also, uh, until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Laurel. And we're listening. And I swear to God, that was not spliced in. That was a legitimate thing.
0: <laughs> Bye, y'all. Thank you